Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Alta Sophia Let's Review or the Licensure Examination for Teachers to Review. Today we'll focus on another lecture, a substantial lecture on the seven philosophies of education. You might remember there was a lecture on the five major philosophies of education, but this is a different perspective. We'll be discussing seven philosophies of education, along with their major proponents, the focus in their curriculum, and the nature of their curriculum, and the methods used in teaching. So let's begin with essentialism. Well, essentialism, the most famous proponent of this is William Bagley. And the focus in this particular philosophy of education are reading and writing, mathematics, history, foreign languages, literature could be there as well, natural sciences. And of course, the curriculum is aimed to help the learners, the students, acquire the basic skill set and to come to grips with intelligence and morals for them to become model citizens. So the goal here of the curriculum is to produce model citizens through the acquisition of intelligence and moral skills. And what are the methods of teaching? Teachers who are essentialists in nature focuses mainly on the mastery of the subject matter. So just like the subject matter I've mentioned a while ago, you need to, or the teachers need to focus on the delivery of this subject matter and the students need to master these skills. Through the use of maybe textbooks or it could be drill method or it could be lecture method. So this is one of the most traditional philosophies. And then of course progressivism and this was proposed by Jean Dewey. Of course there are many proponents of this but the famous proponent of this philosophy is Jean Dewey. And the focus here are skills in gathering and evaluating information. Of course if you remember it focuses on scientific methods. So Another skill or focus here is uh, problem-solving skills and the inclusion of subjects such as natural and social sciences, such as psychology, philosophy, natural sciences such as chemistry, biology, and physics. Then, of course, the aim of the curriculum is to develop the learners to become enlightened Take note of the word enlightened and intelligent citizen of a democratic country or state or society. So the key word here is democratic society in a progressivist education, just like in the United States. They encourage the learners to live fully now instead of preparing for adult life. So it is concerned with the present what is real in the present world and the role of the teachers here is to use experimental methods in teaching 
so that the learners are encouraged to gain knowledge from the actual experience of these experiments or interaction with nature or environment or experiments, so to speak. And of course, teachers use the hands on minds, on hearts methodology to let the students interact with nature and society. So they encourage the students to interact constantly with the environment and of course the society, so to speak. And of course, we have perennialism and who are the major proponents of perennialism? We have Robert Hutchins and Mortimer Adler. I repeat, Robert Hutchins and Mortimer Adler. And the focus here are somewhat different subject areas such as humanities, general education, conceptual thinking, history, language, philosophy, natural science, and so on. And the curriculum here is aimed to develop the learners take note the word rational and moral powers the rational and moral powers so not just logical or the rational but also moral skills to let the students use their reasoning skills and higher faculties according to the passions and appetites so you would know philosophy is highlighted here and conceptual thinking so i would say logic and critical thinking plays a major role in the curriculum of perennialism the role of the teacher here is very central so this is a teacher-centered type of curriculum and they also utilize the socratic method of teaching and mutual inquiry sessions and the next one is existentialism and the major proponent of existentialism is Jean-Paul Sartre. And the major subjects put forward here or emphasized are humanities. And we have vocational education, which has never been mentioned before in the previous philosophies. We have history. Yes, it's common. Fine arts, drama. It's also humanities, creative expression literature and also philosophy but not conceptual thinking and the curriculum here deals with the development of the learner as a whole person and not just the development of the mind or the reasoning skills the whole person the importance of decision making the importance of free will and own volition and Teachers do this by helping the students understand and appreciate themselves as different and unique individuals who accept complete responsibility for whatever decisions they're having, their thoughts, their actions, and feelings. And the teaching learning process here is self-paced and self-directed. So it is the learners or the students who basically choose the pacing of the curriculum or the learning process and it's directed towards individuals not to a group of students but to an cert to a certain individual it's highly individualized instruction it encouraged an open and honest individual relationship between of course the teacher and the students 
and values clarification strategy is used by the teacher to explain the values of honesty and other time-honored values because existentialist believes that each individual has the right to prioritize which value is more important than the other. So values clarification strategy. Of course, we have behaviorism and constructivism. And these last two philosophies are actually psychological theories of education, but it is listed here since this is a major school of thought in education. So let me just give you the proponents first of behaviorism, discuss the tenets and assumptions of behaviorism. We have Ivan Pavlov, Edward Thorndike, John Watson, and Boris Frederick Skinner. That's for behaviorism. And there are different types of behaviorism. We will go to that to uh, the next episode, the next or the succeeding episodes on the psychological foundations of education. Of course, behaviorism focuses on psychology of human behavior and the stimuli-response relationship. That is the focus of the curriculum. And the main purpose of the curriculum for behaviorists is that learners should develop a favorable or should have a favorable learning environment for the learners to have a desirable behavior in the society. In other words, the learners should have a good, a conducive environment for learning for them to grasp the skills they need to learn. And teachers control physical variables to get the desired responses from the learners. That's the role here in behaviorists. They have an active role. It's morely teacher-centered. Going to the last type of school of thought and education, we have the constructivism. And who are the major proponents? Do not forget the names Jean Piaget and Lise Vygotsky. I repeat, Jean Piaget and Liv Vygotsky. So we have the focus here, which is knowledge, evaluation, and synthesis, learning process and skills, research and experimentation, and their constructivism. Of course, it is normal to have the focus on knowledge, evaluation, and synthesis, the learning process itself, and skills research and experimentation in learning because this philosophy of education aims to develop the learners to become autonomous or independent and to be motivated so that they can construct new ideas with the help of proper learning skills to enable the learners to have the will to form meanings, to negotiate meanings, and to learn autonomously or independently without the active role of the teacher. So it leads us to the role of the teachers being a facilitator. And it goes without saying that a constructivist teacher provides learners adequate data and information and encourages them to interact with the data so that they will be able to form their own hypothesis. They can 
investigate. They can come up with uh, empirical null hypothesis or predict the outcome and invent new ideas and research and affirm and reaffirm again and so on. Sorry, that was redundancy, reaffirm again. I should not be saying that, but uh, that's the purpose of constructivism. It goes on a cyclical process of the learners taking active role of identifying the problem, putting forward their own solution, and verifying their own solution with their own strategy, and monitoring their strategy whether it is effective or not, and if it's not effective, they construct again and again and again so that they will be able to come up with a new conceptualization. And later on, when we speak of the psychological foundations of education, we will be discussing the different principles of constructivism, cognitivism, proposed by Jean Piaget and Liv Vygotsky, who assumed or embraced that learner learning process is an active process, not just memorization. It involves assimilation, accommodation, and uh, the use of proximal development and other things or concepts related to learning. So, in this episode, we have tackled different philosophies or school of thought such as essentialism, progressivism, perennialism, existentialism, behaviorism, and constructivism. In terms of the major proponents, of course there are other major proponents aside from this. These are are just the uh, common proponents that you can see, but over the course of the years and decades, there have been developments in this particular school of thoughts or philosophies. So, these are just samples of the proponents. And of course, the focus, we talk about the focus of these philosophies and the curriculum, the nature of the curriculum, and the methods or the role of the teacher in this particular philosophy. So, That is all for now for this episode and I hope you remember the keywords and the concepts that are important when you take the licensure examination for teachers. I would suggest that you grab a copy of our practice test. We have 1 to 10 volumes with different edition. We have constructed over 10,000 original questions multiple choice types of questions, parallel questions from the PRC and other previous examinations. And these are original questions and we respect copyright laws and we constructed our own original questions based on the syllabus and the table of specifications used in constructing the questions of the board exams. So, Tune in with us and continue learning. This is a free podcast and this is a public service of Alto Sophia so that students who cannot afford to pay high tuition can learn from us and can save 
you just have to subscribe with our podcast recording and if you have the fund you can buy our materials the practice test so that's all for now happy learning bye